大家好 ，everyone. Welcome back to Falls in a Walk. So we are refilming an episode this week that we tried to refilm a couple of months ago. Well, we did film it, and Cheryl edited it, and took a long time editing it, and then we decided not to use it because the content that we want to put out is something that we take really seriously, and we didn't think it was good enough for a, a, a listen, basically, because we had internet problems, and then um, my husband doesn't speak the best English, so there was some language communication problems and some silences, and it was a little awkward, and it was everyone's first time kind of interviewing or being on a podcast. So now we've got the hang of it. We're gonna refilm the episode, and we are gonna interview our husbands finally. And the topic we're discussing is what it's like to date a foreigner, someone who. Wasn't born in the same country as you, has a different culture than you, speaks a different language, and I have my husband right next to me now, and Cheryl will be interviewing her husband, and we are doing them separately, and then we're going to put the two conversations together, which I'm really excited about because I actually get to listen to the podcast this time and not know what they're discussing, so that's really interesting. So let me just introduce my husband. His name is Colin. His Chinese name is Shenwen. He is a geotech engineer, but also loves interior design and architecture. So on the side, he likes to help people and do a couple of projects. And I'm really excited to have him on and try and get as much juicy information out of him as I can. So let's all say hi to Colin. Hello, everyone. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to be helping him today because his English, your English is really good. Remember when we first met? How what your English was like? How do you feel your English is now, after four years of being together, compared to when we first met? I think I can sp speak more clear and uh, uh, explaining things more clear. Mm -mm. And I think you understand a bit more, like slang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not just like grammatical, correct English, like textbook English. I think especially British slang. And I think you can follow a conversation that's a higher speed now, right? Mm, I can't recognize that. To myself, <laughs> maybe I think. <laughs> I think you've definitely. I remember the first time my mum met you. Yeah. She said she could understand about seventy percent of what you said. No, yeah, about seventy percent of what you said. Um, and and she would have to listen very carefully. But now she said she can understand probably like ninety percent of what you say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's get stuck into it. So Cheryl and I were talking about our experiences of dating you and other foreigners, to us foreigners, right? But for you, I want to know, first of all, your dating history before dating me, because I'm the first foreigner that you've ever dated, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what was your experience like dating a Taiwanese woman or women? First of all, I want to say it's not only Taiwanese or foreigner. Mm. Everyone is different. Everyone has different characters, mm -hmm. right? So let us just what who I met before, and they're all quite a little bit different. 
but would you say that there were any characteristics that, that were strong for that were more present in Asian women compared to foreign women? So uh, the most different is uh, traditionally. Uh, we will think about uh, mother-in-law. Well, uh, they will think about mother-in-law. Well, uh, not treat them well. I remember coming to your house and your mum saying to me, "I'm a good mother-in-law. I'll treat you very well." Literally those words verbatim. I'm a good mother-in-law and I'll treat you very well. And I remember thinking, "Well, why wouldn't you treat me well?" But it's it's quite common here, right, for there to be an issue with a mother-in-law. Uh, it's weird because uh, usually uh, Chinese culture, uh, females after marriage, they stay home uh, and doing those uh, was a housekeep. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that we all live together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, and even. Like really old tradition, if how uh no matter how many brothers you or sisters oh no brothers because sisters they'll stay in their husbands, so brothers will all stay together, and their and their wife and their kids, so uh your wife will help uh your uh their mother in law to do those uh house. Those works. Mm-hmm. So I want to say, is, uh, they want you to do the best job. <laughs> High standards. Kind of. Well, I think that to be honest, I can say the same about Western mother-in-laws as well. We have that also in my culture that. You know, sometimes, especially with the son, like people are always worried, like, oh, the mother-in-law's not going to like the daughter-in-law. His son's not going to be good enough. Um, uh, the daughter-in-law's not going to be good enough for her son and things like that. That is still something that we also have. No, it's totally different because <laughs> you don't live together. Uh, that is true. Um, some, some will, some, but um, not as much as in Asian culture. I do remember a story that um, a foreigner here told me. He fell out. Well, he didn't fall out. He didn't really get on with his mother-in-law. He was Swedish, and his mother-in-law was Taiwanese, and uh, they'd brought them a property. Um, her daughter and this Swedish guy property, and he said it was like the worst thing ever was allowing them to buy the property because then all of a sudden they felt like they had more control over what they could do, and they would come and go as they please, uh, come in the house and out the house as they wanted to, and he was really passionate about gardening, and he. <laughs> <laughs> one day the mother-in-law came round and he said don't garden my plants don't don't touch them like I really enjoy my balcony and my plants and you keep coming and cutting them too much he's like please don't do that you know who I'm talking about right and um, <laughs> one day she let herself in his apartment when he was at work and she cut some of his plants and he got so angry he went and found the leaves that she'd cut off and he super glued them all back to each plant he said it took him hours just to prove a point like these are my plants <laughs> he's like fighting a lot uh with his mother-in-law but anyway i for me my experience of meeting your mum she's very very she's traditional in some ways 
but she's very laid back and very kind. I can't imagine your mum not getting along with one of your girlfriends. And you've had, how many girls girlfriends have you had live in the house with you and your mum? Including you or not? No. Two? Two. And what was their relationship? I would say they don't have too much contact because my mom always work. Mm. I work till very late, like a.m. eight to p.m. Sometimes nine <laughs> every day. Mm. So we don't. They don't really meet meet each other, but uh, we don't have any issue. They don't have any issue because my mom. She just doesn't like, like a typical. If you watching some old, uh, Chinese, uh, Taiwanese series, you will see. She, uh, it's just not like that yeah. at all. Yeah, she's really not like that. Um. Okay. So you've told me a couple of stories that again, just make sure we preface this that this is not. A stereotype of all Taiwanese women. This is just your experience of the Asian women that you have dated, yeah. and um, I think your brother told me a couple of stories when you weren't there that you'd never told me and stuff. So maybe it's quite interesting to share that, like uh, work morals, jealousy, that kind of thing, like standard. What what have you experienced from like ex girlfriends? So one of my um, ask. Because she doesn't have too many too too many friends in Taipei, in so basically she when she lived in uh with me, she just go uh, went to work and come back, and that's it. Not much other friendship and go out and now with friends. So it's a little bit. It's kind of. It just it just made her every day, and it's hard to go out because she always work, uh, and Monday to Saturday, so we only have Sunday if we want to go out. So it's kind of like old couple and uh, not really doing anything, and also, and during that time I'm still young, like twenties. Uh, we don't earn that much, so we can't. To me, I don't like to have a big plan and spend all of money to just go travel. Oh, because Taiwanese really like go, go out like a few times, go to other country. I'm not that. I'm not like that. So, uh, I don't know if she feel that's quite boring. <laughs> <laughs> you always said that to me when we met. You were like, I'm very boring. And I don't think you are. I think you're one of the least boring people. However, I could see why outsiders might view you as boring, because it takes a while for you to warm up. It really does. Like with my English friends here, it took a while for them to see the real kind of side of you. And then I think you're the best after a couple of drinks. If I'm honest, you're hilarious. Like I have so much fun with you, and you're always open and willing to do new experiences. And we do travel together. We haven't traveled as much because of COVID,、um, but we did. We have traveled a lot, and you are really open-minded and interesting and fun. But it, it takes a while for outsiders to see that because you're not the most confident. It's uh, 
to me, it's like a、uh, I'm not sure is this guy or that one can handle it. <laughs> not my humor, or maybe I will say something very stupid. <laughs> We all say stupid stuff. We all, God, I'm English. I have a very passive aggressive,、yeah. <laughs> dry sense of humor, constantly offending people.、Um, okay, so your brother told me that one of your exes had.、Uh, well, to be fair, that's not really dating outside of a culture like jealousy issues because we all have, we've all been there in in toxic relationships and had jealousy issues. What would you say if you could? Pinpoint is a hard question. What is the difference between dating a Taiwanese girl versus a foreign girl, an English girl? What's the difference? It's very、really、hard、mm. because women get jealous always. <laughs> yeah, not always women. Not all women do. There's a lot of secure women out there that don't get jealous, but not jealousy. I mean, like.、Um, Independence and、um, spending habits, travel,、uh, things that we like to do as、uh, leisure, like things that we enjoy doing for fun, and our friendship circles and things like that. Like, what have been the difference? Like, you've been with me for four years. How is it different being with me as a but but not my personality, just me as a foreigner compared to a Taiwanese woman? I think,、uh, compared to Taiwanese foreign foreigners, well,、mm, to me, I feel they will have their friend circle mm. more, mm.、Uh, doing more things, and without their partner. Yeah. Yeah. So, because even we go out with my friend, always she can tell always with the. Girlfriend or the husband, wife, always together. There's not nothing. Okay, just guys go out, hang out one night or something, have a drink. It's very rare. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I also think that here in when you are a foreigner in Taiwan, your friends become your family because our family is not here. But even in England, like I've always been someone. I love spending time with you, but I don't need to be in your pocket. You know,、yeah. there's times I want to go for dinner with Cheryl and just talk about girly things, or talk about you, or moan about you behind your back. <laughs> you know, it's normal, it's healthy.、Um, but yeah, I have noticed that.、Um, I've noticed that with my Taiwanese friends as well. They'll always bring their husbands along or their、oh, girlfriends along.、Yeah. Um, that it's rare that they'll just kind of come on their own, kind of. And hang out, yeah.、Um, I think I remember when we first started dating, and this could just again be a personality thing and not a culture thing. But you did say like you liked how independent I was.、Mm, uh, yeah, in many ways. <laughs> so I I feel I don't need to worry about your.、Uh, Should I spend time with you, or just do what I want to at home, or go out on myself, or affect your feel, your feeling, or something? Because I always think, oh, I I don't want to left my partner、uh, beside.、Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm like, no, go. I want the apartment to myself. <laughs> it's nice yeah. to have some alone time. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I also am interested in what you think your family is like versus my family. Mm. Like, because I remember when you were coming to meet my family for the first time, mm. you were very nervous. Like, oh, I hope they like me and um, I hope I'm good enough and I, and it, all of this stuff. And I was just thinking, of course you're good enough. I like you, so they'll like you. I have a really um, easygoing family, right? How would you say my family compared to your family? Because this February, my mum is going to meet your mum for the first time after we've been together for four years, we're married, we, ha we will have had a baby, and my mum is finally meeting your mum. How do you think, what's it like, like the differences in family? I think they all, my family and your family, all quite laid back. Mm. It's quite similar, in fact. But just something we do, we, something we do is well, different. Yeah, it's like a culture thing. We don't, you eat just a lot of uh, food and the habits are different. And mm. also my family, only my parents I talk about, they just not that big, uh, want to have an entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's just, oh, I visit some, uh, uh, her sister. My mom always go to visit my um, grandma her sisters and just stay with them all day but that's it and she's she feels fine and uh, and my dad just mm, i think because she, he spent too much time hanging out with friends in his young age so it's kind of enough now <laughs> so she uh, he just stay home my fa your family mm. And um, your family is more like, a, I would say more like a, like hang out with your aunties, your auntie, right? And have a meal together is so different because it's hard. It's really rare we have meal in uh, between our my family because I have a big family. Yeah, so it's really rare, and, and I feel it's really weird also because I have seven, six, six aunties. No, in total, over ten aunties and uncles, and we don't really go out together. Maybe in like really uh, before it's like a when I was kids like a. 10 years old during that time we all hang out together go to barbecue or go to uh, some place anywhere together but I think it's because we all uh, we all really young we all like kids so they take us out and just for kids and when we grow up we, we are adults now so it's kind of we do our own thing, they do their own thing. Mm. And I think with my family, it's always party, party. Like, yeah. you know, we have a meal and it's like, get the wine out, get the champagne. Oh, you're coming around, you're doing this. Like, it's always an event. There's always some entertainment. There's always something going on. It's never, yeah. you know, your family can just kind of sit around quietly and eat 
and it's very relaxed and my family are like a bit more go 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 yeah get the barbie on let's get the let's get the fire going in the garden and like chatting and a bit bit more yeah yeah it's very different i feel i feel my my parents it's more like a old people Mm. but there is an age difference my mum's only 53 and your mum is at 65 66 or two. Oh right so okay i want to know what <laughs> do i want to know i want to no. know what you think is a downfall like what is a negative of dating a foreign woman in taiwan i like that you're taking your time <laughs> negative negative first of all it's hard to Order a meal. <laughs> Order a meal. <laughs> Why? So basically, we don't. We have different habits mm. to eat. I like just street food, anything tradition, Taiwanese, and basically, there's nothing she likes. I think that that's also a lot of stuff makes me sick. Like my stomach can't handle the oil and the the salt and and the gre- I can't. It makes me really sick. Maybe after three months training. <gasps> no, train myself to be unhealthy. No. You <laughs> okay, let's not. We have this argument all the time. Okay, <laughs> anything else like language? Um, yeah, also language and. Uh, because my English not the best, and when I order food, it's kind of uh just let you do it. Mm. Yeah, because I I I I never know would you like it or not. Okay, let's stop talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, does it annoy you or frustrate you that my Chinese is so bad? Uh, I would say not that fr- frustrated, mm. but I still help, hope you can have more patience sometimes to learn Chinese or listen to me to speak or explain too much in Chinese. Mm. And uh, I know it's hard to learn in Chinese. But I think it's make it if you can make it like a habit to learn something you don't know, and after thirty minutes, you still don't understand, and you feel that it's okay, and after a while, or you feel okay, just just do it, just do it, yeah. Yeah, it's not that easy. It's really difficult. I know that's something that Alex husband, Alex, Alex husband, uh, Cheryl's husband, Alec is struggling with at the moment as well. Um, learning a language is hard, uh, but learning Chinese, ugh, yeah, it is something I need to do. Um, after seven years of being here, so is that all the negatives you would say? There's nothing else. I think honestly, there's a lot that he's not saying that he moans about to me, like, um. I use my hands a lot to eat, and I wipe my hands on my clothes. That's you. That's a lot of foreigners. And your mom. And Cheryl, and my friends, and I don't know anyone who doesn't do that. 
if you're someone out there that doesn't do that, please let us know. You'll make me look really bad. <laughs> I most what? I, what? you use chopsticks to eat crisps. So, uh, just stop to when you use your finger to eat stuff, and then you touch other stuff, and it's everywhere. Yeah, I think that that's uh, a common argument. Lights. Um, I don't like bright lights. You like yeah, bright light. lights. Because I can't see anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, funny thing, because we have a coffee table, and it's it's black marble, mm. and after eating with two small spotlight, it's it's really messy. What did you notice when you first came to England, though? So in a dark uh room, like really. Really not that light, bright. It always make me very sleepy. But what did you notice when you came to England? It's fucking dark. <laughs> Everywhere, everyone. It's like a oh, this is a living room, and they only have a light bulb. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's yellow, and every corner is dark. <laughs> yeah, and you were just like, oh. And another thing you noticed when we went to London, it started to rain. <laughs> and no one use umbrella. <laughs> and you're always saying to me like, why don't you use an umbrella? Why don't you use an umbrella? And I never thought it was that big of an issue. And then when you came to England, you were like, England, you were like, oh, I now see. Do you feel like coming? No, I think. So in England, let's not. Oh, it's all like a really, what's that called? No, no, pouring rain, like. Uh, light like showers. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's so like that. But in Taiwan, it's different.、Mm. It's really. But it heavy rains and people just run through it. Not back in that. <laughs> <laughs> so these are some of the things. I'm interested to know if you're dating a Taiwanese man. If there's some similar things that you argue about. I know、uh, um, showering was another one for us. Um, I know in the summer, you, you know, you kind of need to shower every day. But if I don't get hot and sweaty, I'm owning it. I don't have a shower, and I don't wash my hair every day.、Um, I don't think it's healthy for your hair or for your skin. And you shower every day, and you wash your hair every day. And one thing I never used to do was shower before bed.、Um, I used to shower in the morning, but now I never shower in the morning. I always shower before bed, and it does make more sense to me. But that is something. That's a habit I learned here. I think a lot of Westerners shower in the morning more than they do at night, and I think that's a joke. A lot of Asians will joke about that and say that about foreigners. I think it's also about the weather. You have more dry air.、Mm. You don't have that oily skin.、Mm. But in Asia, it's you sweat all day.、Mm. It's and. I never understand why are you showering, shower in the morning, and went to bed and go to bed with dirty. Yeah, anything, <laughs> on the bed. Yeah.、Um, so I I think it was good for you to come to England to see how my people, <laughs> my family, or people around me and people in my culture are because I remember you saying to me like, okay, it makes more sense now. I would say it makes more sense that what you do.、Mm-hmm. It's not just it's not just a me thing. It's like how I was 
brought up. But just still don't understand. It's not make sense to shower in the morning. No, no, Is no. We get not? that. We get that. We get that. Okay. I want to quickly finish on. We just did a mummy class with a doula, Angela, and I was really interested to know your take on it because there was a lot of really useful information helping out new mums out there and pregnant mums, and there's a lot that happens in Taiwan that we were learning that we don't do in the Western world, like episiotomy. Um, not allowed to move around during labor and things like that. Like, what was your opinion as a Taiwanese citizen sitting there, listening to, I suppose, how dated the medical practice is here, compared and 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 being told by a professional like this isn't right and it should change, and also the World Health Organization getting involved and trying to change certain things. How did that make? You feel, or and and what did like? I'm interested to know how you thought about that. So to me, I'm like just a watcher, like a beside,、hmm. and it's it's a to me it's just the information for the medication or for the pregnant things, and I feel something, some information is easy to get. But it's really hard to change because of the, of the system and the、uh, uh, facilities in the hospital, everything, and our、uh, book to ch- to teach. And I'm always think it's an interesting question because oh, in Taiwan, we learn what、well, we learn、uh, doctors. Uh, how long?、Uh, lost information, lost books, is from how long ago? And then you have new information. That is how long ago, and take a while to improve it. Even for a foreigner, maybe twenty, thirty years to change in a foreign country. Yeah, but if if people are recommending that to you, and the World Health Organization is questioning you and giving you new practices, why is it something that is not being done? Oh, it's really hard to say in English. It's whole system.、Mm. It's not something I want to change this. I recognize you. Can you change this? If just a doctor, you can't. And、uh, you need to go to the government, not just the hospital,、mm. because it's kind of standard. Even a、uh, what's that called? What's that called? A medication about everything. Uh, but if it's just the medicine, it's easy because. But it's not. It's certain practices, like not being allowed to walk around during labor. When you have a walking epidural. It's also about、uh, Taiwan.、Uh, we have more like a respect, respect for the elders. So you don't question it. I don't. I won't question that if I don't have new information. A hundred percent. So was it interesting for you to listen to? Not. It feels. It doesn't feel right to say how wrong Taiwan is getting it. But was it interesting for you to listen to how different other countries are doing it and kind of how stubborn I would say then Taiwan is set in its ways. 
Yeah, I would say kind of, but it's just very hard. It's very hard.、Mm. I'm not involved there, so I don't understand how they work.、Mm. The whole system, I don't understand. I have to be honest; it was really useful for me, especially to have you there, because sometimes when I do question doctors, you kind of roll your eyes or you think that I'm being that over the top. Um, annoying customer, or、uh, who's, who's, you know, not understanding something, and if you hadn't have seen that and been to those classes, I think you would have thought that it was just a me thing, instead of、uh, honestly, you would have, in instead of it being a thing where it's like, oh no, no, th- this is actually valid. This isn't cat's house anxiety. This isn't cat freaking out, like questioning a doctor, like, yeah.、Okay. Because when you ask or question about something to the doctor, and something they can't、uh, give you answer, or you don't feel it's good enough, and I feel it's kind of become my responsible、mm. to find answer or to find the right doctor, and it's really hard because what the fuck? So it's kind of、uh, okay, so. You don't like this doctor, so which doctor I should ask?、Mm. It puts a lot of pressure on you, and I do also think that that pressure is also because there's a language barrier. So these are things to think about when you are dating outside of your culture and you're in a multicultural relationship, especially when、uh, language is an issue. There are a lot of things that I have to rely on you for. That even as independent as I am. I have to rely on you because I can't communicate certain things and I can't get certain things across. And unfortunately, you have to do it. So it does put a pressure on you that I don't have to deal with. I think if that is possible, you can find the、uh, any help in Taiwan. You know,、mm. because my contact is Taiwanese. So your contact is foreigner, so will be different. Otherwise, I would just take you to a Taiwanese doctor,、mm. and they're all the same. I can't ask the doctor, "Okay,、oh, can you do this? Can you do that?" And can you rec- recognize someone else?、Mm. And it's well, it's like a circle. It's all the same.、Mm. Which is something that if we were both an English couple living in England, we wouldn't have to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So it does like. There are struggles of being with a foreigner,、um, from my point and from your point. But we're going to end the episode on saying that it is interesting, it's exciting, it's fun, but it does come with its negatives as well. You know, like I would love to sit and have a conversation with your mum. I would love to take your mum out for lunch and dinner and things like that, and sit and talk with her and gossip with her and like, you know, spend time with her. I just can't do that. It's I, a, I, I think there's an app or something.、Mm. You can just talk.、Mm. My mom can just talk and just like. Yeah, and, and, and still a bit awkward. It's still not the same. So it's not awkward. It just take time、mm. and patient.、Mm. 
It's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I would be interested actually to get some other women on the podcast that are dating and some men that are dating outside their cultures and see what they struggle with and how they've dealt with it and overcome certain things. It'd be really interesting to know. But stay tuned for part two because we now will have Cheryl and Alec discussing their marriage. Alec is American. Cheryl is... Well, God, Cheryl's <laughs> Cheryl's half Taiwanese, half German, but grew up in South Africa. So she's got a plethora of cultures that are in, intertwined into her personality, which makes very interesting for for their dynamic. I feel so it would it's going to be an interesting listen. So stay tuned to listen to that, and I will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye, in Taiwan. You know,、mm. because my contact is Taiwanese,、mm. so your contact is foreigner, so will be different. Otherwise, I will just take you to a Taiwanese doctor,、mm. and they're all the same. I can't ask the doc, "Okay, you do this, can you do that," and can you rec- recognize someone else?、Mm. And it's well, it's like a circle. It's all the same. Which is something that if we were both an English couple living in England, we wouldn't have to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So it does like there are struggles of being with a foreigner.、Um, from my point and from your point, but we're going to end the episode on saying that it is interesting, it's exciting, it's fun, but it does come with its negatives as well. You know, like. I would love to sit and have a conversation with your mum. I would love to take your mum out for lunch and dinner and things like that, and sit and talk with her and gossip with her and like, you know, spend time with her. I just can't do that. It's I, there's a. I, I think there's an app or something.、Mm. You can just talk.、Mm. My mum can just talk and just like. Yeah, and, and, and still a bit awkward. It's still not the same. So it's not awkward. It just take time、mm. and patient.、Mm. It's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. So、um, yeah, I would be interested actually to get some other women on the podcast that are dating and some men that are dating outside their cultures and see what they struggle with and how they've dealt with it and overcome certain things. It'd be really interesting to know. But stay tuned for part two because we now will have Cheryl and Alec discussing their marriage. Alec is American. Cheryl is. Well, God, Cheryl's <laughs> Cheryl's half Taiwanese, half German, but grew up in South Africa. So she's got a plethora of cultures that are in, intertwined into her personality, which makes very interesting for for their dynamic. I feel so it would it's going to be an interesting listen. So stay tuned to listen to that, and I will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.